I like explaining lore of things to people and like yeah. saying how everything connects. That's I enjoy good. being a history teacher, like <laughs> the lore of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, if you look at it like that, yeah. We're gonna go into World War II lore. <laughs> what are some fan theories? <laughs> oh, there we are some. <laughs> Let me tell you about the uh, Hitler escaped to Brazil fan theory. No, Argentina <laughs> fan theory. Oh my god. We're gonna go over a nice coffee shop AU featuring the axe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't that Hitalia? <laughs> Oh, my God. oh God. I knew somebody. You're right. Hitalia I knew somebody. Is a coffee shop at you. <laughs> Terrifying. Natalia is the World War II coffee shop at you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to welcome to my dungeon. Wait, are we starting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Just> check. <laughs> I'm Gabe. I'm Cat. I'm Eli. Special guest. Special guest, uh, our good friend Eli, who will be joining us this week. Uh, we've got a good show planned. We've got we've brought some real good things for you guys, and we've got some good. Uh, hooks. Not this time. We're not using Donjon. We uh, found some hooks on Reddit until you guys uh, uh, add some hooks. Uh, so we're gonna roll a die live. I'll make a. I'll take a video. On, no wait, Eli. Who wants to do it? Actually, uh, hmm. I don't have a webcam set up. Listen, take a video with your phone, Eli. Yeah, I was gonna. Oh, say okay. I I don't have a die on me. I gotta go get mine. All right, go get your die. <laughs> You can have the honor as we, me and Kat, get our questions ready for Eli. There we go. I know that one's Times New Roman. Actually, gonna take a, some ibuprofen real quick. All right, I'm here. I'm queer. You're I have here. a die. You're queer. <laughs> you got your dice. It's got about eight sides. Perfect. Okay, let me get my <laughs> Approximately phone. Don't worry, you don't have to roll it right now. We'll do oh. that when we get to the thing. Yeah. You had me ready and everything. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's uh let's let's get to know you a little bit, Eli. Let's ask you a couple of questions first. Please ask me invasive questions. I need to know. Uh, <laughs> what's, your social, what's your social security number? Credit card <laughs> your number. mother's maiden No, name. that number's even like more dangerous up here. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, that's I'm like I'm a Canadian. It's even scarier <laughs> to give that up. Oh, oh right. <laughs> No, uh, what's the what's the what's the first sort of tabletop game you've played you've ever played? Like, what's your first one that you remember? Well, um, is this only including stuff like D and D? That's what you mean by mm, like tabletop RPGs of, or yeah, any, any, kind any of... sort of tabletop RPG. 
Uh, it would be D. It would be D and D. I played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. Um, probably in twenty twelve. Okay. Twenty eleven. It was early high school, so I would have been. I would have been fourteen or fifteen when I first played. Okay. And then I've played on and off in a variety of, of little things throughout my throughout my life. I've, I mostly enjoy like the role playing aspect of, of D and D. Same, big same. Gotcha. I've yeah. started answering questions that haven't been asked yet, so please ask me the second question <laughs> before I keep talking. Uh, okay, um, what games do you currently play or or run? If you DM anything. I live in the middle of nowhere, so unfortunately, I don't do stuff that often. But I do enjoy playing D and D from time to time with my friends. And I think one of my friends just picked up Gloomhaven, actually, but we haven't gotten a chance to try that yet. Ooh, I've heard that's fun, actually. I've heard it is very good. There's so many games and books I want to get, but only, I know there's only so many hours in the day. It's dangerous for me to go into one of the game stores, because then... Oh my god. There was a Discworld one, I was just like, oh, <laughs> no, must resist. <laughs> Can't, can't spend frivolous amounts of money on a Discworld book. But the art was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't you don't you don't play that many online games then, Eli? No, I don't. I don't have a group for it. I have friends who have right. groups for it though. If I gotten a group for playing like D and D online, I'd, I'd probably be really into it. I probably right. should find a group to play D and D online with. Actually, maybe you'll find someone through this podcast. Yeah, the, can you... there's there's people on Discord that could, would definitely be interested. Really, like a D and D Tinder. Gabe, you gotta, get, you gotta get me in. You gotta get me in, Gabe. Twenty of twenty of things. I'll be great. Right. I have uh, I have a mind for this stuff. I have great ideas. So what's a, what's your favorite character that you've ever played? Favorite character I played, his name began with an X. Uh, he was some kind of, it was in a homebrew. He was some kind of spider person. And like, they had a thing where when when the when the dudes mate with the ladies, the dudes get, get killed at the end. Right, like but he was like, mantis. Yeah, he was like a hopeless romantic battling in the arena <laughs> for attentions of ladies. But he He's just like, wouldn't. Oh he... God, I can't wait to die. <laughs> no, but he would just like, because they battled in the arenas for the ladies, but he would just never settle down afterwards, so he was just getting collectively more and more women following after him. <laughs> like, just as he traveled through his, his life, wooing more and more, as they wanted to settle down wanted with him. to bite his head off real yeah. bad. So he just has a legion of ladies constantly chasing him, attempting to to get with that and remove his head. <laughs> that's really good, actually. Wow. Yeah, and, that's, um, that's pretty great. Yeah. I, unfortunately, that uh, that campaign ended up going south rather quickly at the time, so I didn't get to do too much of it, but that was probably one of my favorite characters as far as backstory went. That's pretty great. That sounds really good. So what are your uh, inspirations as a player? Where, what do you draw from to, to make your characters? I draw from this brain of mine. I have my brain is a realm of chaos in that I can just think of things either really quickly or not at all and have to improvise. And I have experienced so much media in my young life that I have no idea where it all comes from. It's all just right. pulled from either my own just things I like to 
things that just kind of get conjured out of that. Under that Books, old, movies, all that old shows, head meat, you video know? games, all of that. Yeah, all, all, all the cool stuff. Like maybe I saw a piece of art at one point. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool, and then just kind of gets cycled into the brain and then regurgitated into an I idea get a years lot of later. Inspiration from Twitter. Uh, whenever I, I just the other days I saw a tweet somebody made about uh, like they like cool anime fantasy moments when like the spellcaster uses all of his energy to make a one last spell or something like that uh and i'm like how do i add this system into dnt and then i did yeah (laughs) i I spent like an hour making it and i'm like this works for now it's real rough but i can flush it out later uh so i definitely understand that sort of you know just the ether inspires you (laughs) The world. I'm inspired by the air around me. <laughs> the air itself. You're powered by the air itself. Yeah, in a sense. I mean, besides other than breathing, I mean, Eli, well, yeah. <laughs> the energy oh, within oh, the air. Oh, you know, <laughs> the man, the nutrients. <laughs> I filter feed in my daily life. Uh, so, and how long have you been playing? You said since high school, uh, about so like seven seven years. years. I didn't play often though, but I did play at from time to time throughout this time. What's a what's a moment in your head that sticks out when you think of you know tabletop role playing games? Could be either something you did or something somebody else did, but just what's anything? Oh. I'm not thinking of a specific one off the top of my head, unfortunately, but whenever, you know, someone does something weird to get out of a situation, that's always fun. I'm a big fan of the immersive sim genre of games, where you can kind of just do things your own way. So I like that aspect of D&D where, you know, there's not one way to leave a situation. You can just kind of... You got options. You got so many options. D&D is, in a a sense, the ultimate immersive sim. Would you say that's sort of like your favorite mechanic then of uh, tabletop role-playing games that you can really just do anything? Yeah, I like the improvisation and the role-playing aspect quite a bit. Okay. I enjoy that much more than things like rolling dice to hit the monster for 12. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with liking that kind of stuff and, you know, like min-maxing your builds and dealing with huge damage. I like seeing... I like when people can, like, do the math and see, like, ah, I want to do as much damage as I can with my character. And then they yeah. surprise you by, like, one-shotting this tough person that you made <laughs> for the fight, and you're like, shit. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff is cool. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm down for the unorthodox solutions and the non-combat approaches. I, I, I'm a big taste. fan of that, too. No, I, I like it a lot, too. I like to see uh, what it's always interesting what people could come up with that you're like I didn't think of that and now you thought of it and I'm impressed. <laughs> it's kind of why I like the powered by the apocalypse where it's like okay this is what I want to do this is how I want to do it it's like okay roll to see if you do it and then we go from there okay. like th- that um, 
I don't know, Eli, if you're you're familiar with that system. It's it's different from D and D, but it's uh, the system I'm using for the game I'm running, and it's it, it's not so much like oh I'm gonna um, min max my abilities. It's okay. These are the tools I have on hand. These are like the items I have. Yeah, they're not really like. Weapons don't have stats or anything like that, or items don't really have stats or anything. There's no, like, plus one greatsword or anything like that. It's all just, these, this is my tool set. What can I do with it? Oh, okay. You're, like, like, MacGyvering your way through the world. Ooh, I like the idea yeah. of that. Sorry, what was that called again? Powered by the Apocalypse. Powered by the Apocalypse. Yeah, I'll keep a, that in a, mind. It, it's a 2d6 system. Uh, Ooh, Okay. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a lot very role play heavy, very sort of yeah. ingenuity. There's a you don't like attack. It's called kick some ass, I think. Yeah, kick. Well, that that's the. I think... Or is that specifically because I've only seen it in yours session and the Adventure Zone cat. Right. Uh, I lifted that from Monster of the Week. Right. Okay. Monster of the Week is another hack of Powered by the Apocalypse. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, attacking in in that one is called kick some ass and. Attacking is very much like you deal damage to each other. Like, so yeah. the monster deals damage to you and you deal damage to the monster. Makes it's, sense. It's, it's but, a trade. But, yeah, depending on how you roll. Like, if it's a mixed success, you trade damage. But if it's, like, a complete success, then you only do damage to the monster and you get some sort of bonus. Like, you, you force the monster where you want it to go. Or you do extra damage. Right, that that's another thing about it. Most like successes are going to be mixed successes. Uh where there's some sort of complication that you have to deal with from whatever yep. thing you wanted to do. Yep, that the uh the GM dreams up. <laughs> Stab the porcupine but its quills get trapped in your arm. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> sure, like that. Yes. Yeah. But then but then you gotta think, now you've given a player porcupine quills. Porcupine quills. <laughs> Because <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be careful watching my words of what I give you guys in my yeah, game. I, <laughs> I would be impressed if somebody attempted to use a porcupine quill as a weapon, though, given that how hard those things are to pull out. Yes. Oh, I don't want to do that. Because uh, they got no. the, uh, they got the hooks. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now that we've got to know you better, a little bit better, um, let's go to our new segment on the show, GM Tips. Uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about some things that might have come up recently for us or we've dealt with in the past, maybe some things we've implemented or some problems we've overcome. Kat, you wanted to talk this week a little bit on communication? Yeah, so it's just recently uh, been a uh, an issue that I've had to deal with um, uh especially with role-playing, um, to make sure you're communicating with not only fellow players and, and, and your GM, um, because it, you want to make sure everybody's having fun. And it, you don't want to be that person that just pulls something out of thin air that m- might affect another player, uh... In the long run, you know, for example, cutting an arm off, or uh, there, there, there's a there's a generic term 
that a lot of people who play tabletop role-playing games use, and it's called the that guy. And so you don't want to be that guy. It's a yeah. it's a sort of catch-all term for somebody who only cares about themselves and doesn't listen to sort of the rest of the group and is kind of inadvertently or on purpose ruining the fun for everyone else. Uh, and uh, you don't want to be that guy. So the best way to sort of make sure that doesn't happen is you... I mean, communication is one of the, the top things to do. Make sure players are communicating with each other. Make sure players are communicating with you as a GM. Uh, make sure everybody is feeling comfortable with the idea of talking with each other. Because yeah, you also don't definitely. have to talk to each other all the time, but if uh, you have to be approachable, is, is, I think is the word I'm looking for. Right. And, is key. Yes. and also a way to that I've um, sort of learned to, to approach it because it's come up for me where it's like something happens and it's like, I understand you're excited or I understand you want to contribute or want to up the drama maybe of this, but in the future, let me know ahead of time or um, talk with, talk it out with me first so that we're not all blindsided by something that your character is wanting to do. So, you know, do, do a little bit of um, good cop, bad cop in a sense it's i would say it's hard to always be honest and straightforward with people but it is in the long term better to just be honest with someone and try not to just like don't say what you want to say to spare their feelings it is yeah you're gonna end up hurting somebody else's feelings if you if you want to quote unquote spare someone's feelings just be honest with them hey you kind of upset this person with what you did I know maybe you think that was in character for your character, but, you know, this is a game where we all control what our characters do. So you got to don't don't be selfish. <laughs> don't be a dick, yeah. basically. Um, I, there are better ways to put it, obviously. And, you know, your friends, your players better than us. So, you yeah. know how to approach them better. But that's the advice I will give. Be straightforward. Get to the point. Don't beat around the bush because sometimes it's not even that people are like willful willfully ignorant sometimes they just don't know like that they're doing something wrong yeah exactly yeah their their intentions might be uh good but they don't realize there's something else going on background that uh they don't know about so uh one thing i recently did in my uh session i've implemented this system I can talk about this uh, system for inspiration later, but after each of the sessions, we talk about how the session went. We talk about, you know, if there's anything we could do to make it better. Uh, if any of us did something that might have upset one of one one another or anything like that, I, I make sure that that's a part of it uh, so that, you know, everybody can air out anything they want to say in a safe space. And anybody who, like, if as long as you're participating... You're going to get, I, I reward my players. You're going to get inspiration for that, for that session. You're going to be able to use that during the next one for, uh, it, it, it rewards them for it. Like it teaches them good, good, good practice. And by like rewarding them in, in game for it. So that's, that's, that's an really idea good. that you can use. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, but there's a million ways that you can approach it and, uh, trust in yourself to make the right choice. 
Uh, don't don't be too timid to make a choice. I I believe in you. You can do it. Take it from us, your friendly GMs. <laughs> we believe in you. I definitely believe in you. You you got this. Yeah. You go. <laughs> um. Yeah. So now, sorry, Eli. I'm sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Little... That's fine. Actually, no. Let's ask you as a player. What are your thoughts on that? I think communication is really important, and I think not being that guy is really important. I played with a group a long time ago that they literally had to ban evil characters because two people would not stop being that guy. So you just weren't allowed to play an evil alignment. I wanted to be evil, but I wasn't allowed because that guy. And that sucks because it, it ruins it for everyone else, yeah. Yeah, because those guys had done it and done done harm with it. Yeah. So it was barred, unfortunately. And so that just really, that really reminded me of that. And I'm like, it, everyone wants to have fun in the end. This isn't, it's not competitive in the end. We're all trying to, we're all just trying to get to the goal that the or, GM or... has set out for us. Unless the GM's malicious, but I don't think that happens too often, <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least I hope. <laughs> You want to create a, a an interesting story too. That's that. Yeah. A lot of GMs do that. And I don't think any GM is well. Maybe a few might be outright malicious, wanting to kill their characters. Not so much, you know. Oh, I hate them, but more like I'm going to put a bunch of challenges in them to try and kill them. But I think more than anything, people just want to make an interesting story for you. Uh, but yeah, don't be that guy because then you ruin it for everybody else. And then it then it's sad it is i'm so sad for you for Me too. that's really depressing because i love evil characters it's, oh, and an evil character played right and it, i will admit it, it is hard to play yeah. an evil character correctly as oh, a player yeah. it is hard to do that without upsetting the rest of your group i and, and i understand that but uh having that opportunity to do that is definitely something that i wouldn't want to take away from somebody because somebody else can't handle it that that sucks yeah we'll get you an evil character <laughs> uh i'm not sure if i'd really want to play an evil character nowadays but i do appreciate having the option well you're you're <laughs> you're a good boy now eli <laughs> what can i say my my personality comes through in all my characters and since i'm naturally a good boy it <laughs> makes it difficult to do evil Def- i i I agree 100%. It was for the longest time, all the characters I played, whether it be in tabletop role playing games or video games or stuff like that, I was always like a good guy. A good guy who uh, always, for some reason, made the right choices, whether out of like moral guilt or just wanting to be the right person. Always. And it wasn't until I sort of became a GM where I'm like, yeah, I could be evil, I could play an evil character. Without like being a, a dickhead to everybody else, um, I do like villains quite a bit though. But I think I would like to create a villain for people to work against instead. Listen, supposed to be the villain myself. Be a GM. Do it. I believe yeah. in you. If I, I just gotta learn the rules and be I, good at it, and yeah, I totally to do it. That's the secret. You don't have to learn the rules. <laughs> you get to make things up. It's great. Just be like, oh no, it's a home rule in my 
Uh, yeah, house rule. <laughs> We're implementing a house rule right now. No, and more than anything, there's so many, there's so much resources online for you to look anything up. It's really, you don't have to learn everything on the spot, or to, like, have everything on the spot. There's a, there's a lot of stuff I look up every time. Uh, mostly just to double check, because I, I'm, I've been blessed to sort of have kept a lot of the D&D and other tabletop knowledge, like, right at the front of my head. Like, somebody says something, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the rule. And then I check, and I'm like, yeah, I'm right. But I always double check just in case. But you really don't need to know the rules. I see. I like I like the creativity aspect. Especially if you're good at role-playing, you especially don't need to know the rules. <laughs> I would say. Because uh, that's... A lot of the times, people who know the rules aren't as good at role playing or that sort of creative aspect of it and that's why a lot of people don't become gms but you've got that pat you've got that down pat eli got it okay well you've given me a lot of inspiration wow uh, in a short period of time i should really i should really (laughs) gm something clearly listen there's plenty of people here in this discord that would love to uh play in a game Got it, got it. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. It's something just, to think about. I'm, I'm just tempting you. All right, let's move on. I just, to need, to, I just need to think of stuff, you know? I'll have you teach me the way you GM sometime, and I'll get the pointers from the master. Yeah, I could always uh, run a game for you guys at some point. Mm-hmm. Like a one shot. D&D Tinder. <laughs> D&D Tinder. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're hooking we're you guys up. All right. That's perfect. Uh, so let's uh, move on to the module. Eli, get that get that D eight ready because we've we've all brought things. We've all we've all got uh, things ready to go. We just need a plot hook, and I will get the theme ready. Okay, so I guess you got to an- announce the options to the audience. Right. Let's read off all the options. That's good. Uh, we've got number one. That's the template. Wrong one. Number one. The Lone Courier. Well, let's just read off the titles before we get into what they actually are. How about that? So we've got okay. The Lone Courier, Frozen Wastelands, God King, Werewolf Chronicles, Authoritarian Revolution, The Ogre and the Goblins, The R.C. Knight, and The Tempest. All right. D8 rolling in. Three, two, one. <laughs> we got Zoom and Enhance. A four. Werewolf Chronicles. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because this already includes the thing that Cat brought. Um, oh man. Werewolf Chronicles. The circus is coming to town. Uh, what? <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. The town guard wait, wait. is sent to investigate odd reports at the circus. Uh <laughs> That's uh there's a oh lot of God. stuff here that's like optional. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm reading through this, it's so good. Wow. Uh so yeah, the basic gist of it, there's a circus coming to town. Uh it's a weird circus. The town guard sent to investigate the reports at the circus. They're not able to find things. People go missing, and then the, the party is sort of roped into it to investigate. Maybe they've oh, been to the circus. Perfect. Maybe they've uh, they've lost someone they know at the circus or something like that. But um, I can't believe this. Yeah, <laughs> the, the werewolves thing comes in. 
where, uh, you know, there are werewolves involved. Either the circus people, the town, the town guard. Who knows? You can set it up however you want to. Uh, this was brought to us by uh, Reddit user PivotSS. Uh, so thank you very much for that. I got this off of a list of uh, adventure hooks on Reddit. So thank you. Uh, and then theme. Let's, let's look at it. What I got romance. Uh, romance. This sort of adventure, rarely played but worthwhile anyway, has its central pro- has its central plot. The romance between two characters, usually a player character and an NPC, or we could just do two player characters. Honestly, uh, we could <laughs> we could do a Romeo and Juliet sort of style thing. Oh my! Oh yes. no! This is gonna be something else. That's for sure. Ooh. Okay. This is gonna be fun. Romance, though. Ooh. I love it, actually. Yeah. I am a hopeless romantic. We can have our Werewolf Chronicles fluffy coffee shop AU. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kat brought a really, really shitty circus, which is yeah. incredible that we got I this one on that. I can't believe this. So yeah, how I shitty can... is this circus, Kat? Oh, I, I mean... I'm thinking of, it's like so. Oh I, I the picture I had in my head is that it's like everything is so obviously just fake, kind of like a, <laughs> kind of like a um like a side like a freak show type thing, but okay. every, like like you you can tell that like well it, so the, say it's a, the circus itself isn't fake, all of the attractions are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like so you got <laughs> like on like on the on the on the like the carnival games, you can like see the guy under the table moving the things. Yeah, or or like the like the side the 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 um the sideshow, yeah. Sideshow, yeah. It's like, well, that's not oh, come see the two-headed cow and you could see like the stitches around the second head. <laughs> It's like stink. It's got like stink lines coming off of it, or it's just completely paper mache. Or oh, that's even better. Completely paper mache. Like, um, oh my goodness. Ju- and <laughs> so this circus you, you... is barely still. It's like held up by, by spit and wishes. I, and I'm imagining that there is, in order to get people to like come to it, there's one really good act okay i like that idea a lot what if it's like the gymnast is amazing yeah or you know there there's something like this the circus is is infamous for something but there's like one really good act but everything else is just complete shit (laughs) it's there just because you kind of have to have it at a circus basically exactly exactly okay so i'm kind of getting the idea that these circus folk are not the werewolves. <laughs> I'm gonna say whatever town they end up at, the town people are the werewolves. That's that's this is I'm making an executive decision. Unless one of you guys does not like it, in which case I will immediately back down. <laughs> I'm trying to think of is there a way to have the players be the circus people? Ooh, okay. 
So what if the circus hired the players to be sort of either security or part of yeah. the show, something like that? Maybe bouncers. Yeah. Bouncers. That's a good one, Eli. Yeah, um, like this. Like this circus. Like, oh, we know we're going to this like kind of dangerous area, and we need a bit of muscle to protect us. Right. Okay. That's good. That's really good. So that's how so, you, that's how you get the 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 party roped into this. Yep, is that they're traveling with the shitty circus. And I can imagine, depending on what your your party's made up of, like if you had a bard, like the bard offering to be like, hey, you need another act. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yeah, no, that's if yeah, if the party has something like that, or like a barbarian could be a strong man, or any or like. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, they could just like start to volunteer at the circus. Just because they feel so sorry for the, this, just really. Listen, this act is bad. wonderful, but everything surrounding it is so bad. The druid could be the two headed cat. Oh. <laughs> the druid transforms himself into a two headed cow. Oh my god. You won't believe your eyes. <laughs> oh. Heads and one neck. <laughs> we named him Zephod. Never mind, I'm leaving. Um, I didn't get that joke. I just thought the name was funny. It's, oh. it's uh from Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide, Guide to, the to the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know What's Hitchhiker's it? Guide to the Galaxy. I just don't remember that. Zephod yeah, Beeblebox. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah never mind. No, no, uh, the back. full name got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a confession. I haven't read the book. I own it. I've only seen the movie. I've also watched the movie. It's a Wait, very which... good movie. Yeah, I, I know people have opinions about it, but I like it. I enjoy. It. You've got a, the druid being a two-headed Zephod Beeble box cow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, now, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be presumptuous, but. What if they're not regular werewolves? <laughs> what, what if, if they're, you know, wiggles if... eyebrows? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, Eli. <laughs> Are you talking about sexy werewolves? <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about what if these werewolves are related to my thing? <laughs> oh, okay, you were gonna go with your wolves, thing. Werewolves, they're were. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> well. So what you're saying is that this town is on the sea. Yes, this town is seaside... by the shore. Yes, it's, it's a, a seaside, seaside village. village. It's a port. It's a small port town. Okay. Can I say what okay. my thing is for yeah, the audience ahead, to have please. context? The thing I brought to this lovely podcast this week is that we should have sharks with eight legs that are leaving the ocean. So the sharks with eight legs that are leaving the ocean are were sharks that have were invaded sharks. and taken over this town. Yeah, so they have, you know, cuz when when moon down happens, you know, they turn into human-like beings and then, you know, when the moon is up, they turn into sharks with eight legs. It's the perfect crime. Oh, I don't, I, <laughs> there's a lot of them to attack here. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> um okay. So we've got sh- were sharks with eight legs. <laughs> so their arms turn into legs then, right? Their fins? No. Um, 
I'm the people, like- people. Like, so when the people turn into the were shark forms, you've got they're like they sort of get on all four and then two extra legs sprout out. Yeah, so sort of from their rib cage. Right, okay. So that's I'm just trying to picture these were sharks in my head. They they're like <laughs> they're land sharks being propelled by eight legs. So Important yeah. question. And they can't stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry. They've no, evolved. I'm sorry. Past... That's canon. I'm vetoing if you say no to that. They oh, cannot they have... stop moving unless they to... <laughs> or they die. <laughs> so they have to perpetually pace while they're on land, like in yes. their village. While while they're in their there's way. no chairs in the village because everyone has to stand Everybody's and perpetually got a pace. Wow. Well, no, no. Yep. In human form, you're fine. Yeah. But once the high like tide comes out, the high tide moon comes out. The high tide moon? You, you can't stop moving <laughs> or else you die. Okay. They suffer. Right, right. <laughs> so I have an important question. Yes. Okay. How, how would these wear sharks wear pants? Um, I think the pants kind of come off when they turn into the sharks. <laughs> they no, don't, is it is the back? Is it the is it the back two legs only? Is it all of them? Where did the like... two dongers go? <laughs> there's there's a lot to think there's about. There's a lot here. to think about, especially since the plot is romance. Those two dongers got to go somewhere. Maybe they have well, their own pair of pants since there's two of them. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think, I think the romance could come in with Gabe's thing. Maybe. <laughs> okay, please explain that to me. No, I no, no. I'm, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. Uh, the cat's so, the right idea. All right, my thing is a displacer beast, but a person. <laughs> we got we got like a beast theme going on here. Are, are we talking like a singular person displacer beast? I mean, I like displacer person? it doesn't have to be one displacer person. I just meant like, what if a displacer beast, but it was a person? Because now I'm thinking, because um, somebody brought up uh, Romeo, and uh, R- Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so we've got the displacer beast family and the. Were shark, the so, octo shark. Okay. Um, so what if family. the town was already sort of taken over by displacer beast were people? <laughs> and then, so where splacer the beast where people come in? <laughs> I know why the circus came to this town now. Please tell me. They need one for their sideshow. Oh my god, that's good. They heard about one of these displacer beast people. Or or the Octo Shark. I um, think the Octo Shark to go in with them leaving the ocean are new additions to this. Okay. Yeah, they, they heard but about they, the displace the where splacer beast and they're like, We need this for our we need this for our slow our, our show. <laughs> and the players are not in on this. They're just traveling with the circus. They don't know they're going to a weird Romeo Juliet esque uh, town where displacer where placer people are dealing with where sharkers in like some kind of vie for power so this is like twilight and romeo and juliet mixed together with like uh whistles the starlight calliope instead of vampires and werewolves we got 
wear splacer beasts and wear and shark, sharks wear octo sharks wear octo sharks they're not octopus based <laughs> legs right they're just no right but no just legs. no just octo in eight legs okay. i mean octo we're we're just saying oh uh, yeah i'm just making sure do you yeah. think they should no, have the, human-like arms and legs, the sharks, yes. or do you think One spider One million legs? percent, yes. Absolutely. It's... So they just have, like, are the, fir- are the front three sets of legs have hands, then, and then the back <laughs> legs have feet? Or are they all, like, human hands? I, okay, like a so monkey? I was thinking um, they have their two regular limbs that they get, or their four regular limbs that they had when they were human, and then the ones that come out can be either like one set of arms and one set of legs that like i mean they're all legs technically because they use them to walk but like one can have hands and the other can have feet so they'll end up with four feet and four arms theoretically like they could kind of up up make themselves upright like a set when they need to arms. battle they yeah. yes they 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 get back on their back four and hold their four swords on their hands two two-handers or two two guests, two great swords. There was um in a homebrew campaign, there was a race that had four arms that had their special passive as a race was they could wield two handed weapons, one on each side, or four weapons. It was a special talent. I'm trying to find that I think it was uh was that one little mermaid comic where she had the eight legs? <laughs> eight seven legs vaginas. seven vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that came to mind. Okay, um, so I'm I'm thinking the the circus comes in and they find out about this this feud and a where Splacer um, they find out about some sort of romance going on. They're like, we can and unite our, these. people. Oh my god! So they try to convince the two people to run away with their circus. Yes, we can definitely. Get two birds, one stone. <laughs> oh my god! And so, I guess, do we make them evil? <laughs> do we make the circus evil? Is the question. Or Morally maybe gray just, is important. Ma- ma- yeah. Maybe just the circus runner, the head of the circus, is this evil yeah. bastard who's like, "I'm gonna trick these two lovebirds into coming with the circus and keep them in a cage." And then, yeah. but everybody else in the circus is like, "Let's help him." Uh, I don't know why I did that voice, but I did. I'm, I'm, I'm going with it. Let's help. I say we let him go. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, so we so yeah, so we make the main like the what what do they call the showrunner, the circus runner, whatever the um the maestro ringleader ringleader ring ringmaster ring the ring, ring master. the ringmaster leader of the circus is like got a nefarious plan that the party can find out about but like on the surface he's like oh come here kids let's come run away from your families and let them stop fighting or whatever families don't accept your weird weird interspecies romance but at the circus we take all <laughs> the greatest show plays in the background <laughs> Hugh Jackman just shows up <laughs> that's that's who the ringleader is oh my god Master. perfect <laughs> played by Hugh Jackman the, yeah the ringleader's name is Hugh Jackman that's his name <laughs> 
What's the NPC <laughs> name? Oh, okay. So we need to come up with some sort of. We've got a great outline here for the story. We've got the <laughs> this Capulet. I forget the other one. Montague. Montague rivalry between these were sharks and these were splicer beasts. So, and then you've got two of them who are young, and they're two gay boys. Perfect. Incredible. And they love each other. I love it. I love it. And they want to run away together. And the circus is the perfect chance for that. So I think we've just got to come up with like a couple of scenarios, basically. So circus comes in. How do... (laughs) Um, Wait, 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 wait. There's something we haven't established yet. Yes. When do the wear displacers change versus when do the wear sharks change? Are they like are the cycles synced or are they like I think I think there's to make things easier, I think their cycles are synced. They they change at the same time. God, things must get really freaky on moon nights then. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, between couples. This is like eight legs versus I don't what does the displacer beast have? So they've got six limbs and tentacles on their back. Yeah. God, that's, that, that's gonna oh get spicy, God, isn't it? Good. Gonna Somebody's gonna pay to watch that. Terrifying, biting, whipping. So okay. Also, are we? We're doing humanoid shark people then, I guess now to make it sexier. We gotta make it sexy. <laughs> we gotta. Right. So. So they still walk like as they're moving like horizontally. But they're like humanoid shape. They get like shark heads or something. Like Breath yeah, of the it's Wild. like a displacer beast. Just think of a displacer beast, but with like fin. Oh, on its I was back, talking about tail. the sharks. Well, no, no, I'm thinking for the shark. You know, a displacer beast is like vaguely a humanoid, muscly looking like no, thing. A, a displacer beast looks like a leopard. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I'm yeah, looking at. Leopard. I'm looking. I'm looking at the wiki right now because I had no <laughs> idea what that was. It looks vaguely like human muscles, kind of like a cat. <laughs> Sort of. Leopard, <laughs> Look, I can't tell animals apart. Um, <laughs> don't un- don't don't unpack that sentence. There's there's too much going on there. I'm, okay. No, uh, I mean like maybe the old drawings looked bad, and they could have looked like people, but no, they're definitely supposed to look like leopards with tentacles and an extra set of legs. I don't know. The image I'm looking at right here, it looks like if you stood it up and gave it non-digitrade legs, it kind of looked like a man with, like, a bunch of arms Hold and on. tentacles coming out of his back and, like, a leopard head. I'm just gonna I'm, put this in I'm on the so Forgotten Whelms wiki. The yeah, realm. That's yeah, that's a, what I'm looking at. You that's stood, you not see, a you just, person, Eli. If you stood that up... It, I mean, maybe because <laughs> it's really muscly and it's got extra arms... <laughs> But Eli, I'm sorry. That's not a person. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I may if, have if, I may have not looked closely enough at the image, and I might be trying to defend a lost cause here. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. So there. So we're talking Breath of the Wild, uh, Zora, and and where like werewolf displacer beasts. So, so instead of the displacer beast looking like this, it's more like an upright, up, upright, muscly, like you know. like a werewolf, but with tentacles and an extra set of arms. Right. Yeah. So yeah. this will be like a. Also, were-shark. I will take back that the sharks have to keep moving just to make it easier for us. Yeah, because that would hmm, that make combat it's really funny. Weird. 
but no, yeah, let's not. It, I really not like the lore that because they have to keep moving, they don't have like chairs and everything. Though that was that was spicy lore. <laughs> it was really good, but it would also complicate things a lot. You're right. That's fair. And things are already getting complicated enough with this romantic subplot and <laughs> where Splacer Beast and where Shark, where where Octosh. Where, where Just wait till works. the third faction, sorry, the fourth faction comes in. Wait. <laughs> yeah, because the third faction is the circus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the party's technically the fourth faction. Faction, yes, yeah, seriously. It's like, um, it's like the Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies. One of the armies is like five dwarves. I don't know how many dwarves there were. Does anybody five care anymore? Just pop out of the ground and want to I think at this point the party's just like, you know what? Let's just leave. <laughs> Let's just let them, let them duke it Let's out. go off to a different module. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, okay. It's a silly place. The gang abandons the mission. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. When is, has, 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 it's always Sunny made a D&D episode yet? So, so far, we've got the circus. Very shitty. Barely standing. One amazing act. Parties traveling. You know what the amazing with, act is, yet? Yeah. Uh, I think we... Uh, well, I mean, it could depend on what you want. I think our example was, like, having a really good uh, tightrope slash uh, right. gymnast performance. Or they right, can have, right. like, a good, like, magic act or or something. You know, if if they've got, like, one good warlock or something the, um, you know. yeah definitely oh and that would give a chance to have the party like have some magic if they don't have magic in their party yeah I, so we ma- could leave it up to the dm i think that's a good idea actually have like something that the party doesn't isn't very strong with have that be like if they don't have a ranger you could have like a trick shot uh be the really good act if you know they don't have a monk you can have like a gymnast or something there's a it's like a, a recruitable NPC. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. A, that's a really a good idea. Thank you, Eli. That's a good I'm putting that down right now. Uh, okay, so you've got the recruitable NPC is the amazing act. Uh, they're going to the town because they heard a rumor of a fantastical beast, the word displacer beasts that are in town. Um, yeah. Little do they know, or the party, the party is completely oblivious to all of this, uh, that there are also were octo sharks. In the town no. as well, and the Were Octo Sharks and the Were Splacer Beasts are kind of vying for dominance of this town. They want the territory. Yeah. The 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 uh, the Displacer Beasts, I think, are just being territorial, uh, because Displacer Beasts are pretty territorial. But I think the Octo Sharks are like, this is a good spot by the ocean. This is good for us. Let us settle here. Uh, <laughs> there was a let's just say there was a fucking colony. Of Octo Sharks. Also, and this is... I, I think this would be a good idea to add, if only just to up the ridiculousness of this. So this okay. town is part of a kingdom. And there are, like, Kingsguard, or whatever the official sort of, like, guard of the kingdom, stationed here, and they have zero idea that any of this is happening. They're just completely <laughs> fucking oblivious. So that and that's why there's not just an all-out war. Like these guys have to keep their cool, or else the the king's guard is gonna find out, 
and then the, and then the government the village send... be torched. Exactly, the government yeah. send the men in black, people. and then it's over. <laughs> so that and that's a good excuse for why there's not they're not just fighting all the time, basically. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, that's a yeah, that's a good excuse. We figured it out, guys. Um, they, they could be duking it out like not at the full moon you know like because there's like a bar fight you know like just yeah fist to fist you know yeah you, you you've oh. got like heightened tensions there's like yeah there's the fishermen and the i don't know the other people in town that aren't the octo sharks what do, I don't, i'm trying to think of like, what are the displacer beasts what's the stereotypical thing for displacer beasts to be good at i don't know <laughs> Um, being scary rat exterminator <laughs> maybe they're just like uh, maybe since they're more maker. set up in the town they're like part of like the shop owners and shit like that yeah the the um but commerce yes yes exactly sort of yeah they're yeah, like the merchants of, of the town merchants yeah that's a good that's yeah there merchants. we go perfect so the octo the octo sharks are the like They've they're fishers that just moved into town or something, or they've taken over the fishing mm-hmm. industry, and they're really good at fishing. And you've got the where displacer beasts who are sort of like have been set up in this town, and maybe the whole town isn't even all all converted either way. Like there's still normal people there too who are also sort of uh, unawares of what's happening. Yeah, but you Can have you like these... where displacer and where sharkism via like biting. I would assume that's how you spread it. Yes. Okay. Uh, so they they like they choose who to bite and stuff. I, I I I run. I do things that I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking for words. I deal with stuff like werewolves as a sort of uh, not that they're completely unaware while they're transformed. They're sort of just like. Oh, it's like a weird transformation curse, and not so much like you go into a blood rage. So you're, like, you still like you still have man brain inside. Yes, I would say if anything, you're just a little more bloodthirsty than usual, but not nothing that you can't control yourself. Basically, is what I'm saying. It's like when you have less blood in your brain and you make stupider decisions because exactly. like all your adrenaline flowing. The yeah, blood's flowing you all your cat. The blood's the blood's can't... flowing to your extra arms, your extra tentacles, yeah, that's what I was say. extra legs. <laughs> Listen, all these extra little lightheaded, you know. (laughs) Oh, um. So yeah, that. So uh, you can also you can always set it to like. There's been a rash of attacks that happen at around the full moon or whatever in town. Uh, That could that could also be a part of it too. Um, Yeah. I just don't. I think that's a little cliche for me uh, personally. But you can put it in your thing. Uh, and work that in as well, because that's another sort of that that could be how the 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 circus the right the one hundred the one hundred percent real good circus found out about the rumors uh, that there were like these attacks around the uh, the full moon, uh, or just... I think in in this one that we're making it's uh, the uh, the ringleader the ringmaster is a little. Uh, what was the word I'm going to use? Uh, uh, not edgy. Over, overly ambitious. No. Nah. Sketchy. There we go. Sketchy. Yeah, yeah he's sketchy, and so he's gotten some information from the down low about some some things that might be happening in this town. 
Maybe the ringleader's a vampire and he heard from his vampire friends. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, yes, actually, that works perfectly. They're so like they're 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 in the know with the wares, the the vampires and the stuff. You know, I've seen is, Underworld. Isn't I haven't like seen Underworld. Isn't like the original uh, vampire myth that like Dracula controlled werewolves or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. definitely. According He's to Castlevania, Dracula controlled everything, even death itself. No, death was just Dracula's buddy. He was real good friends with death. That's why was, they were real good guy pals. <laughs> Extremely close. <laughs> that brings us me, to dude. the next part of this module. Where are the gay monsters? Uh, so we've got our, our Romeo and Juliet. We've got our dis- our displacer beast and our octo shark who are they're they're in love, but they know yeah. that <laughs> that each other their families will never accept <laughs> will never accept their forbidden love. They wouldn't accept yep. their forbidden love. Um, Cat was not may- meant to love shark. <laughs> Wait, what? No, <laughs> other cat. Okay. Oh, really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, cat. Uh, no, not the shark. You can love sharks all um, you want. What if? What if they? These two were like on a secret date to the shitty circus. Ooh, that's good. How worlds collide. That's that's how And that's what starts the, starts off the fight. Ooh, that's really good, cat. Yep. So that's how the the party finds out about this uh forbidden romance is that they were Pardon me. <laughs> they were at the circus like trying to be on a date but not really like they're, they're just like happened to be standing next to each Whoa, other we're just time. here we were at the circus at the same time weird how did that happen yeah they go under totally. the bleachers and make out definitely that's what happens yep. exactly uh, but then they definitely get caught uh by they mm-hmm. both get caught by family members who then take the chance to sort of like start fighting people people get weirded out there's a riot at and- the circus and that that'll be kind of the the entry for the the party to be like, hey, why were these people fighting over these two two other people? Okay, so what if like at the beginning it's like, oh, these are just two families that hate each other. <laughs> so or, so yeah. so like like because I, like. It's before the full moon or whatever, like a day or two before the full moon. So it's not like they're not in full werewolf, where where creature form. And mm-hmm. so these families are sort of just like fighting. It's like a brawl instead of like a monster fight at first. Oh, fuck you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, Get exactly. <laughs> we, don't like your, we don't like you or your family. And then, uh, and then eventually, you know, as time goes by. Well, time goes by. The next day, basically, maybe uh, these guys saw that the party uh, tried to help them. Uh, like, the, the, the two kids maybe saw that the party tried to help them. Maybe they, like, saw that they, you know, the party was hired by the, the, the circus. You know, maybe they we can hire the party. Uh, maybe the circus, uh, the, ring, the ringmaster talks to the kids because he recognizes them for what they are. He's like, hey, we can help you get out of this town or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You can run away with us. But either way, 
we hook the party up with those kids in some in some manner um and then that night is when you know uh, the, the twist happens that there's they're were creatures mm-hmm. yeah yeah cuz so so the ring master doesn't let on that that's his intention of yes. visiting this town like the party would not know that unless yeah. they rolled real high on investigation and immediately exactly. didn't trust them exactly i think the i think while well, you should be sketchy you shouldn't be sketchy enough that you know people are going too too into him no he's, he's, like, he's one of those he's, like low-key vampires he's he's as sketchy as the circus itself so like yeah he's he's fitting exactly he's fittingly how sketchy. D&D vampires work do they do they crust in the sunlight or are they allowed to be out the... maybe he just wears a hood I think they crest in the sunlight. Yeah, I mean, he could wear, like, a lot of makeup and... Uh, like, he wears a, a nice hat. Or something like that. Yeah. Wears that nice top hat that the circus men wear. Yeah. And that, that blocks enough of the sun to where he doesn't crust. Maybe he just wears a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> SPF <himself>. 2000. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, that's what he does. Um, and so, so he decided be... canonically this guy's a vampire, right? Yes. Definitely okay. sticking with that. Just, just making sure we, we were all in agreement. There. No, he's trying to capture these two weird creatures. He's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, so <laughs> then uh, <laughs> we're like mixing three different stories here. <laughs> <Okay>. No, <laughs> like, it'll work. This is like Dracula, Romeo, and Juliet, and then some fucking circus story. I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's greatest show. <laughs> I'm never mind. I'm leaving. I guess it would be the greatest show, wouldn't it? Huh? I don't know what the yeah. greatest show is. It's a musical based off of um, Bar- uh, P.T. Barnum, and making a was it Ringling Brothers? No. P.T. I, I unfortunately do not know who that is. He he. Uh, he was circus. A, he was a shyster. He, he made a real big circus. He stole a lot of work from people. Got it. Yep. And exploited a lot of people, oh. but it uh, was a really catchy musical. Or was a good musical, I should say. Yeah, it was a good musical, but historically the guy was kind of a dick. Yes. So <laughs> if it's <laughs> like that sometimes, <laughs> it do be like that. <laughs> um. Okay. So P.T. Barnum's uh, P.T. Jackman. <laughs> P.T. Jackman. <laughs> That's the name. That's his name. Somebody write it down. P.T. Jackman. Uh, or ja- just Jackman. I don't have to make the huge Jackman joke anymore. P.T. Jackman is, is the vampire running the circus. Maybe uh, H.P. Jackman. Just to H. make it P. even more There we go. H.P. Jackman. H.P. Okay. It stands for Hewlett Packard. <laughs> Next day... They meet the kids, they, somehow the kids, you know, get caught out in the full moon or something like that, or they, uh, their, like, families find out about it, and you can have, you know, uh, wear displacer beasts and wear octo sharks fighting each other, and the party can step in and protect the two kids and help them hide or something. And then eventually, uh, well, it depends. Maybe the party doesn't find out that, you know, HP's a, a, a dickhead and, uh, is gonna... <laughs> is gonna treat these kids badly or but let's let's definitely give them a good chance to find out that's you know once be one of the potential endings 
Yes, Depending on your actions, you decide whether these kids get exploited for the rest of their lives or whether they live on to be happily ever after. Um, yeah. I would say maybe, you know, the more they talk to the other NPCs, they notice that, you know, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't go out in the sun all that much. Or yeah, I've never seen him, he doesn't have a mirror in his office or whatever in his bedroom. Uh, just little yeah, little so, things so like that. Little, little things. Only eats raw meat. <laughs> And only at night. <laughs> um, so I don't. Why don't you have garlic in your spice rack? That's weird. Who has nutmeg and not garlic? What is wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so eventually, you know, they have a chance to find out if that the 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 ringleader is the bad guy, and then they they uh, eventually. I guess it, what 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 brings it to a head? You know the. The kids try to get their stuff to leave, and then they get caught by their families. And the party is like, "We gotta save the kids" or something. And the the families have like a night where they're like, "All right, we gotta settle this," because uh, uh, you know our kids are going crazy, and they uh, they're gonna have an epic battle on a beach or something. What's that scene from Twilight where all the yeah, where they're like the running vampires run That wasn't some kind of forest, right? Yeah, but this could be on a beach. This yeah, could be on a beach. Yeah, it was on. It was in like a forest clearing, I think. Oh, I can yeah, picture it. Yeah, it was now. like all snowing. It the... was like snow and shit. I think, or not. Listen, it's know. okay. <laughs> you can say that you watched the cat. It'll be a nice beach, nice sandy, like a clean beach. The water, the moon will be right over the water. Like the water will be rippling lightly. It'll be a nice, very scenic sea, and the stars will be out. No light pollution. It'll just be. Cats on one side, sharks on the other. It'll be beautiful. You've painted a wonderful scene for us, Eli, that we're definitely going to include. So that's, I think it's important that's that this, be the climax. That's the sort of uh, 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 combative climax of, of, this, uh, of this module. Where Before have, the falling action. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you guys can convince these guys to, you know, stop the ringleader who has kidnapped the kids at this point or something and is trying to get out yeah. of town. Uh, you need to put aside your differences as families to save your kids. Save your two because gay Because you sons. love them. Save your gay sons and let them be together. Put aside your petty rivalries of cats versus fish. Oh my god. Catfit. So, catfish. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> also we keep referring to them as kids how old are these beings uh, we're talking like, about like, here before... like 16 17 okay yeah now, i'm yeah. not talking about like 12 yeah. year olds eli no i mean i just don't want speaking. things to be weird it's all i like to avoid weirdness in my life no they're like 16 or 17 and they're <laughs> both like the same age mm. yeah no, I wasn't thinking one's like 12, one's 40, you know. That would be, <laughs> that'd be concerning. Or maybe they just look like they're 16 and 17, or 17. Because, like, don't werewolves and shit live longer, so they're actually, like, 80 or something? <laughs> they're kids in a loose sense of the term. Yeah. I don't know, we can make them, like, half yeah. half speed or something. So, like, they're, like, something 32. Because like yeah. it's not like these are t- traditional werewolves anyway. They're 
they're both made up things. <laughs> yes, where displaces and where octopus. We can make up the rules however we fucking want. <laughs> yeah, made exactly. up these creatures. They age exactly like people, except for for the first five years of their life, they just look like a fetus. <laughs> then they start growing. Oh my god. <laughs> what kind of a gestation period is that? I don't know. I don't think. Sharks lay. That maybe they should both lay eggs. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say, do do sharks lay eggs? Sharks do lay I, eggs. I, Wait, yes. no. And well, wait, no. No, sharks, sharks give live birth. But, That's but right. But they're not mammals. Wait, right? No, they're they're like a, I... they're an exception to the fish rule because sharks give live birth. Perfect. That matches. I, I assume the splicer beasts also give. Okay, live never birth. mind. There, are, there are both species for sharks. There are both ones who uh, lay eggs and ones that uh, okay. lie. Well, these was... ones have live birth. So we have an option. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have options. The displacer where beasts will lay eggs and the where no! sharks will lay live birth. <laughs> They're cats! Don't do this to me, Eli! <laughs> they have litters, okay? The kittens can lay eggs. Why can't a cat? Okay, I know that was a stupid sentence. <laughs> They're not a kid. Let's just okay. let's just move on and <laughs> not worry about what I just said. I know they have spiky tentacles, but they're not a kidness. I mean, cats already have spiky tentacles. <laughs> it's called their. Well, cubs. they have oh, a sing- a, the single spiky one. <laughs> don't, don't cats have like thorns on their you know their on their number? tongue? Mm. Oh yeah, their dick too. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> they have rough tongues and spiky dicks. That's right. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking about earlier when we were talking about porcupine quills. I'm like, cats oh, have that's that, right? this poor couple. I hope the I hope the cat's a bot at the bottom. Oh my god! I mean, better for him, really. Does he the wear shirt? Two dicks. Two. <laughs> now, now I'm imagining the title of this romance novel being "Rough Tongues and Spiky Dicks." <laughs> no, because I don't. That, that only refers to one side of the argument. Rough. Uh, how about rough skin and spiky dicks? There you go. Oh God, it's gonna hurt. Uh, come into a bookstore near you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Oh my God. Anyway. Anyhow. <laughs> is so- this the episode where we're gonna get the weird fan art? <laughs> this is the episode where we get. Yeah, and you're gonna draw it, cat. <laughs> Oh god, oh god. Oh, shut her god. down, take him off the air. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> you gotta stop laughing. So. No, <clears throat> oh, please, uh, it makes me stronger. Falling, when you laugh. Falling action. Uh, they go, hopefully the party stops the fight, or if they don't, they still go save the kidnapped kids. Uh, the, the kidnapped teens, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, the lovers, there we go, perfect. Oh, that sounds worse. Never mind. The kidnapped teens. <laughs> uh, 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 and um, they stop the. Either it's a surprise, or they kind of found out before. They stop the the ringmaster, the ringmaster from uh, taking these uh, taking these dudes. They fight the ringmaster. Eventually, hopefully, they uh, recruited the 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 act as the. Uh, Whatever, whatever you decide that the party needs, whatever the party does not have a strong suit in, <laughs> roll fill. You can basically. have that be the act. Yes, there's many options for you. Um, and if your party fulfills all the rules somehow, 
Just have the act just be some dude. You can bring him with you. He's a dude with something really specific. Like, he can swallow rocks of any size. <laughs> the human rock tumbler? <laughs> yeah, the human rock swallower. <laughs> he, he swallows rocks and they come out polished. <laughs> Boulders into diamonds. I hate this. So, <laughs> but I love it. I'm sorry for being like this. No, this is good. Eventually, they <laughs> stop the. Well, hopefully, they stop the guy without you know causing the death of one of the kids. That's that could be another outcome you pick. But eventually, you stop the ringleader. You get together. Everybody's learned a lesson. The sharks and the displacer beasts stop fighting and learn to live together. These two kids live happily ever after. The the amazing the families act is, reconcile. The families reconcile. The amazing acts. The new ring, the ringmaster. They're they've there you done go. it. End of module. Congratulations, we made a Bam! module. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will make sure it's flushed out on the dock, but we did it. I am proud of us. I am proud of you too for all we've come up to get with together. I think this has been a good learning experience. It's been and very good. Uh, oh, right. What should the kids' names be? Um, um, <laughs> Bromeo and Dudiet. <laughs> that's no. that's not it. I, I will not accept it. Fantasysharknames.com <laughs> <laughs> Do you have ten dollars to buy that domain? God, I wish. Oh, I got I got, I got a pretty good name oh. from this generator. <laughs> so, the two the two gangs in West Side Story are named the Jets and the Sharks, and the leader of the Sharks is uh, Ber- Bernardo. Uh, so that's our Shark Boy, Bernardo. Bernardo. But I like Bergen. <laughs> It's perfect. Look at this other good one I got. <laughs> this thing's just giving me perfect names. And what's the cat? You have to come up with the cat name because. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's a legal it's, requirement. Um, it's a legal. Ah. Uh, uh, warrior cat. <laughs> oh my no. god. We are not naming him Bramble Paul. Uh, damn it. Um, Schrodinger. Oh, Schrodinger is not bad. That's strong. Shro- uh, Shro- Schroeder? Meowser. Shro- yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm trying to think. Buck- <laughs> oh my gosh. Hobart. Hobart. <laughs> I'm just saying random names. What? I'm on a cat name generator. Give cat room to think, please. No. It's better if you think under tension. (laughs) I like the Schrodinger angle, but it's like. Okay, we need to. We we could shorten it, and so it's not just a Schrodinger reference. We could name Dinger. Uh Dinger. (laughs) Or Schrod. 
Sure. <laughs> that, that sounds like a, a very specific uh, body part that... Yeah. <laughs> that should be the new it's nickname like... for cat members. <laughs> the Shroud. The Shroud. Spike I mean, Shroud. We could call him Shroud. Shroud. Yeah, that's a good That's a good one. Shroud. It's too um... real word for me. I don't actually... Like, I'm obviously, it's fine if... <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that's Bernard, what I was. What was Schrodinger's full name? Okay. Schrodinger. Erwin Schrodinger. We can call Irwin. him Erwin. Rudolf Joseph Alexander Schrodinger. Erwin is a good one. That's a good one. They can be called. Their ship name is Berwin. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> The less popular ship name is going to be Erardo. Oh my god, then the Schrodinger thing works perfectly because there's Splacer Beasts, so they like, do they exist or not? They're sort of like. Is it a cat? Phasing in and out. If you don't observe the cat inside the person, how do you know there's a cat in there? Last names for the family? Oh, right. If we're going to go for the family angle? Hold on, I'm going to look up Latin name shark. Yeah, Latin. Ooh, Salachi, that's good. Nope. What about this? Is that too on the nose? No, that's good. Panthera? Nope, that's perfect. Panthera? I like it. I like how very on the nose it is, actually. Because it's not just the word panther, so it's good. Yeah. It's panthera. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a band like named it. Pantera, so panthera is fine. He's a, he's a Pantera fan. <laughs> Yeah, a couple t-shirts. Okay, so Salachi's the octo shark name. I don't know how to say that. I apologize for anyone. No, it's Latin's a dead language. Nobody gives a shit. Salachi. 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 And it's it, it sounds Italian. Hey ma, bring the Bernardo Salachi. Salachi. And uh, I like how that rolls off the tongue. We could let the GM come up with any other NPCs that run the circus. Right. I mean, you'll, you know, you'll have the, like a bunch of carnies basically yeah and they'll definitely be carnies they won't be like regular circus folk because the circus is sh- yeah. shitty yeah they live there they <laughs> breathe there <laughs> you know it's it's that kind of circus we've got a good module here I, i'm pretty happy with it uh I'm we'll impressed. make sure uh to flush it out and uh we'll talk about the announcement later where where we'll put it I should um, definitely GM this with my friends. You should. <laughs> should. There you go. Uh, so let's let's oh, go over. To. I think that's that's we've made a podcast, guys, and it's a high quality one. I'm pretty proud of it. High five. Uh, high fives Woo-hoo. all around. Let's go over the uh, end of the podcast. Uh, let's, Eli. Do you got some stuff you want to plug? Um, sure. You can come follow me on Twitter. I, I don't know why you'd really want to. But I like tweet about Splatoon and Transformers. You retweet a lot of good art on Twitter. I retweet actually. a lot of good art, and I am occasionally funny. I am at Varaka320. That's V-A-R-A-K-A-320. Um, is there anything else I want to plug? I have a Twitch account. It's linked on the Twitter you can. It's not linked on the Twitter. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, I wasn't ready. It's okay. I don't don't, don't worry. Gable Gable cut this in post. On on Twitch, I am V A R A K A. You can come watch me stream once every three to seven years. <laughs> I 
I like puzzle games and I like horror games. Yeah, that's everything that need, needs to be plugged for me. Over to number two. Hardy cat, go ahead. All right, uh, I'll go ahead and plug my Twitter again. It's at sarcastic cat. Cat spelled K A T T. Um, I mostly Final Fantasy fourteen stuff, but you could find pictures of my of my kitty. Moggit <laughs> and Moggit so is a it. very a very good cat and other random shit that happens in my life. Um, I yeah, we'll just stick with the Twitter for now. All right, uh, just Google Shonen four one three and you'll find my Twitter, my Twitch, my Steam account, anything you want to find. Shonen four one three, you'll find it. Uh, His credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Um. But yeah, more importantly, I want to plug the show's things. Uh, uh, it's at my dungeon cast on Twitter. Uh, the email is welcome to my dungeon at gmail.com. Uh, we have website coming soon, hopefully. I know I said that last time, but it's still in the works, I promise. I bought the domain, so I gotta do something with it. Uh, it's my dungeon.games. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll have something up there, I promise, uh, eventually. Uh, we have um, also new the Patreon. Uh, we just uh, launched the Patreon pretty recently, so it is Patreon.com/slash Welcome to My Dungeon, and uh, you can join there. You can find all of the modules we come up with there. Uh, depending on what role you get, you can get the modules we make. Uh, we will flesh out a module every month into more like fully formed ideas we'll have stat blocks and, and things like that so you can use that certain levels get that as well um you can influence us by having us include your original character in the module uh we'll commission art of your character whatever you want basically we want to make more content for you so if you want to find those outlines that is on patreon.com slash welcome to my dungeon uh, so you can support the show and help us make more content for you guys. And if you like me on the show, please be sure to let Gabe know that Gabe invites me back here after today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just make sure that Eli continues to be a part of this. Yeah, so submit your ideas and questions to the email, um, especially if you have any questions for us as GMs or players. Uh, we'll uh, take questions and read them. Exactly. And, we'll we'll yeah. be able to help you guys. Um, our pinned tweet on the Twitter is our Discord link, so feel free to join that. Uh, we'll make sure to have polls there for um, uh, 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 you can you can submit ideas there. You can talk to other players and plan one shots there, or plan a full session and and get together there. We have plenty of people here already, uh, and you can join in and look for more. Um, and we. We want to make a good environment for you guys, so definitely join in on the Discord. Uh, and, uh, before I forget, uh, I'd like to thank Marcus Fuller for the use of our intro in the Hall of the Mountain King, composed by Edward Grieg. You can find his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Marcus Fuller. That's Marcus with a K. Uh, and I think that's it. So, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's do the send-off. Everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Happy playing. Uh, and remember, don't delve too deep without protection. Yeah.